I am the genie of the podcast, and you get one wish. Oh, that's an easy one. I wish their Discord server was free to join. Wish granted. That's right. You guys and gals asked for it, and we did it. Our Discord server is now free to join. That's right. You get to come be a part of the best gaming community out there. You'll find the link in the episode description and over on our website at multiplayerpodcast.com. Now, I know what you're thinking. We do definitely still need your support. All right. So if you love the podcast, if you love what we're doing and you are just thinking to yourself, this is awesome. I really want to support these guys. Head over to MultiplayerSquad.com. That's where you can help support the show. You do get some awesome perks, but more importantly, you get our eternal gratitude. All right. Now enjoy the episode and we'll see you on our Discord server. Hello, squadmates. Thank you for listening to the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. We love games. We assume you guys love games. We're always excited to get together and deliver two family-friendly episodes every week. On Mondays like today, we flip between two kinds of episodes. We have our deep dive episodes where we talk about one specific game in detail. Uh, Occasionally, it's two games like this last week where we did a two-for-one with Operation Tango and Knockout City. And then in between those deep dive episodes, we have a bonus round episode like today. Sometimes we break down a specific gaming topic. Sometimes we do a video game draft and tournament. And today we have some really good listener questions that I can't wait to get to. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, rate us five stars, and leave a review. All right, time for some introductions. I am your host, Paul. And with me, I have the jolly old troll, the lover of pranks, RPGs, and pickleball, I think. Oh, yes. It's Josh. Yes. Way to go, Paul. Way to, way to <laughs> nail that. I, I have a question for you since this is a listener questions episode, Paul, because I do listen to the podcast as well. So, <laughs> All right. Hit okay. me with it. Who is your favorite co-host? Oh, my, my favorite co-host would be... Would be you because you are by default the answer as yes that's the right answer ding 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 correct okay good job good job paul i was really worried you were gonna go to like a different show for that one and then i was really gonna get my feelings hurt (laughs) that would be funny go outside the pod oh man so we have so much to cover here today we do have some announcements here in the beginning of the episode that we do need to address and talk about and the first one is one that I'm uh, not too happy to share, but Josh, our third musketeer, Todd, has stepped down from the podcast. Yeah. Now, if you guys are new to the show, you may not even know who Todd is, but he was the original OG host of the multiplayer gaming podcast until I took over hosting duties. But you know what? Todd is actually the one who put the rubber to the road to have us get this podcast started. You know, back in the day, Josh and I kind of talked about doing it in theory, and Todd was the one who was like, you know what, this Friday we're going to meet at this time and we're going to record it, and then it you know, grew into the podcast that it is today. Uh, Todd is definitely still one of our dear friends. It's not like there's any hard feelings or anything. It's just simply that he moved to the other side of the country, and it turns out when you have young kids... A crazy work schedule, different time zone, just makes it tough to coordinate things. So Todd has decided to step down. And, uh, you know, I got to say, Josh, that dunking on Halo Reach just won't be as fun 
without Todd. It, it, is, do you think that's why? Did, could it be no. that all of the, the Halo trolling eventually just got to him? No, yeah, Todd, it's, you know, he, it, it, it's very true. Todd is the one that got this show off the, uh, off the ground. I mean, he was the one that really pushed for us to sit down and record. It was, you know, an idea that we had been kicking around, but we were probably never really going to do until Todd kind of took the reins on that and made it happen. So, um, you know, it was one of those things where talking with Todd, you know, he did move pretty much to another planet. You know, I mean, it's really, <laughs> really Carolina. far away from where we are. He is like <laughs> on a different time zone, you know, like world, something like that. But um, yeah, he's just really, really busy. It, it, <clears throat> it wasn't an easy decision for him, I know, but it was also something that he felt was kind of better to just say, Hey, let's, let's kind of make this official. You know, we still have people asking, Hey, when's Todd going to be on another episode and that kind of stuff. And, you know, I, I, you know, he saw all that and I think it was just odd for him to kind of not have the time to dedicate to it. And I think he really just kind of wanted to put a ribbon on it and say, Hey, you know, I'm going to step back that way. There's not questions that way. People don't have to wonder and that kind of stuff. But I, I mean, yeah, if you're listening, we all owe Todd a debt of gratitude because I don't know that we'd be where we are if it wasn't for him getting this thing rolling. No, definitely not. And the podcast would not sound as good because Todd taught me literally every single thing I know about podcast editing. Yeah. <laughs> so if it weren't for Todd, this would just be us with like $20 mics talking on Discord and it would probably sound terrible. Yeah. So yes, thank you so much, Todd. And then Josh, we have an announcement in regards to Apple podcast subscriptions. Ooh, man. So um, this is exciting news. Uh, so Apple podcasts is trying to up their game a little bit. Uh, it's about time, Apple. Uh, and what they are doing is they are integrating and allowing a new subscriber function. So whereas before you would just follow or you would subscribe to the podcast, now they've changed what subscribing means. Uh, and so what you can do is you can actually, kind of akin to Patreon, you can subscribe officially to the show and you do that through Apple Podcast. It's very, very easy. It's literally a click of one button and boom, there you go. Uh, but you get amazing rewards. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the people what they get, yeah, Josh. So if you subscribe <laughs> on Apple Podcasts, you get early access to our shows. So we, mm -hmm. you know, we release our shows on Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, it, early access would likely be, you know, Sunday and Wednesday. Uh, you get ad free episodes. So we will remove all of the ads except for maybe our intro. I don't know. Does our intro? I no, mean, everybody no loves hearing the genie of <laughs> the lamp, right? Okay. I mean, they've got what's to. funny. What's funny is I already have some plans for ad reads trying to get people to subscribe that way. They don't have to hear the ads. So I can't wait to put some of that out, but yeah, you'll, you'll be able to listen completely ad free. All right. So at completely ad free. I can't believe you guys don't want to listen to me say the same thing over and over. <laughs> um, and but the most exciting thing is we are going to be giving not one, but two bonus episodes a week to people that subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. Now, I know what you're thinking, but guys, I was going to subscribe on Patreon or I'm already a Patreon subscriber. Don't worry, you're still going to get the bonus episode. So we would not do that to you guys. We love you guys that are supporting the show. Uh, and so if you are on Patreon, 
or you prefer to be on Patreon and support the show that way, you will get the bonus episodes there. But be on the lookout for the Apple podcast subscription thing because it's going to be amazing. And we are really trying to step up our game to make that worthwhile to the listeners. Yes. And just to clarify, the bonus episodes are shorter one-person quick-take episodes, so they will not be full-length 30- or 60-minute episodes. Uh, As much as Josh and I would love to do that, we do not receive any kind of salary or regular pay (laughs) for doing the show. We do have day jobs. Sometimes it's even hard to squeeze in the regular rotation. (laughs) So you will get an extra five-minute episode from me and also a separate five-minute episode from Josh, So far, those episodes have not been confined to five minutes, the ones that we've been recording to have ready. They are a little bit longer, but that'll focus maybe a little bit more on things that don't fit well on the format of the full podcast, but maybe it's good for just a short couple of minutes. And so we're very excited to have that available to you guys as well. So you can either subscribe in Apple Podcasts. If you don't see the subscription option, it just means we are still being evaluated by Apple. Uh, We've had a little bit of trouble getting that approved, but hopefully it's up by the time you hear it. Or if you are an Android supporter, then you can do it through Patreon. (laughs) So yes, go to MultiplayerSquad.com and then you can support us that way. And that'll unlock all that bonus content as well. I'm excited, man. These bonus episodes, they might be short, but man, good things come in small packages. (laughs) You know, I'm just going to try not to talk about Mass Effect on every single episode. Yeah, there you go. It's okay. (laughs) It'll be hard. It's okay. All right. And then, Josh, you got a couple of user reviews we're going to read for the people. I do. We are. Okay. So, you know how we hype like the certain milestones for the reviews? We're getting really close to 250. So, it's time to like put our rally caps on. You know, like motivate the listeners and say, Hey, we, we need your help. If you're listening, if it's the first time listening and you like what you hear, awesome. Leave us a review. If you've been listening for a long time and you keep meaning to, to leave us a review and you haven't quit being lazy, quit procrastinating, leave us a review. <laughs> Cause and you we're know, getting real even close. if you don't like the show. We're just a couple of 40-ish guys doing our best. And just leave us a positive review anyway. Throw, throw us a bone, man. Yeah. Right? You know. <laughs> um, but we do get a... The reviews steadily come in. And honestly, I love seeing new reviews come in. We read every single one of these. I guarantee you there is not a review that has come through that we have not put eyes on and shared with each other. They really do mean a lot to us. So... Uh, they mean a lot to the show too, but it is really cool to see the uh, the feedback from the listeners. So, all right, first one comes in from Harvester, and it's titled "Dills for Life." <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, fuck love! <laughs> I have not heard this review yet. I'm very curious. Now. No, it's a good one. Don't worry. Uh, and and the uh, the title really did make me chuckle too. So. But uh, the review says, great informative podcast that allows me to stay up to date on all the gaming news and has me chuckling all the way through. Look forward to listening to you guys in the future as I join you in going down the path of fatherhood. Keep up the great work, guys. And now the title means a lot more, right? So, (laughs) yes. First of all, thank you for the review. Second of all, congratulations on the fatherhood thing. It is incredible. So, yeah, welcome to fatherhood. Right. 
All right, and then the second, the neck, the second one. <laughs> the ne- uh, this guy's name is Jack. So <laughs> I meant to say the next one, and it came out the neck one. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> let's hear. All it. right. So the next one <clears throat> comes in from Jack ninety three, and it's titled "What I Have Been Looking For." Love this podcast. I listened to about 30 episodes so far, and I haven't gotten bored. I'm learning about new games that I haven't heard of and I want to try. I would 100% recommend this podcast to everyone. I've also brought it up in my live streams. Ooh, nice. Hey, I'll tell you what, man. You know, reviews are amazing, but word of mouth and recommending the show to friends and just spreading the word is really one of the absolute best things that people can do. So thank you very much, Jack93. Because that really does mean a lot to us. Yeah, and if he's only 30 episodes in, that means he's still got a lot of Todd content. Let's hope he's not only sticking around for Todd. Otherwise, Uh-oh. he's going to be in for some sore disappointment. We, we've got a, We've got a little a little <laughs> while to like sink our hooks in and, and you know really get him get him uh, addicted to the show. <laughs> oh, exactly. All right. Well, I think that's all that we have by way of announcements. I know this was a little bit longer than we normally have at the beginning of the show. But I am so excited. This is one of my favorite formats that we do on bonus rounds. We have just solicited a whole bunch of questions on our Discord server. And we are going to be just throwing these out here. We're going to each answer every single one. If you want to come join our Discord, it's completely free. There's a link in the episode description. We would love to have you join us there. We talk about gaming. We talk about cooking. We talk about how hot it is in Arizona right now. Our highs are like 118 degrees. You know, we talk about life. So come join us. We'd love to have you. And then also this is where we tend to get our recommendations for what games to cover. And then also listener submitted questions like this. So Josh, we have a master list here in our Google drive file. I thought it would be fun if we just kind of picked them going back and forth whatever question you want to answer or you want to hear the other person answer. And then let's just go back and forth. And however many of these we get through, we get through. If we do all of them, great. If not, that's fine. But how how does that work for you? You just want to bounce back and forth? But we're going to both answer each question, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I got you. Yeah, Okay, perfect. All right. right, I'm going to let you go first, Josh. You got a question you want to kick this off with? Yeah, this... All right, so I'll give one. This one comes in from Jake Christ, and he says... All right. What is the name of the first street you lived on, Paul? <laughs> okay. 81st Avenue. <laughs> All right. And what is your mother's maiden name? No. <laughs> <laughs> what is your high school mascot? Oh, nope. wait a minute. Nope. Not going to do it. <laughs> I s- Man. Jake, you sly dog, you. You dirty rat. <laughs> yeah, I did like, so, was that literally the first question that came through? I think it, it might have been when we it posted It really was asking. the very first one. It made yeah. us chuckle, so we had to give him credit for that. And then, to his credit, Jake, <laughs> Jake did put a disclaimer at the end of that and said, never answer these questions, guys. So, yes, PSA. <laughs> yeah, so I had to throw that out there just to just to set the tone a little bit, though. Sure. And we're not even going to count that one, Josh. I'm going to let you go ahead and pick another. All right. I'll pick a, I'll pick a, all right. You know what, Paul, this, this question has caused some serious debate between me and you. Okay. And so I want to bring it up again because I've got a bone to pick with you. Okay. Which one? All right. Top three favorite candies. Okay. Now this is candy in general. This is not just candy bar. Sure. Okay. But you and I have gone, gone at each other a little bit over 
our choices for candy bars. So I want to see how yes. that translates to just top three favorite candies in general. So a little bit of history. I have been known to give you a little bit of a hard time because I know two of your favorite candy bars are score bars and mm. paydays. Mm. <laughs> okay. Both Man, of those are now. perfectly fine candy bars. I don't know how many people would like put those in their top three or their top five. I don't know if that's still in your top three or not. I had just always thought those were some of the funnier answers because those aren't like the most popular candy I'm not, options. You know, I'm not a mainstream kind of guy, Paul. You know, I get it. There's Snicker bars. There's there's Milky Ways and Three Musketeers. You know, I get. Okay, if you want to be mainstream with your candy picks, Paul, like go go ahead. There's a place for that for people like you. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you you want me to go first? Do you want all three, or do you want just one at a time? Uh, give me all three. All right. When I first started thinking about this, number one is definitely Reese's Pieces. Easy. I am a huge Reese's Pieces fan. I'm with you 100%. That is one of my top three. All right, so far, so good. Number two, I'm going to go with Skittles. Yeah, that that would be my number two. And then my number three... Uh, I'm not even really too sure what my answer is to this. You know what? I'm going to go, since I don't have any chocolate really on the list yet, I'm going to go with the big Kit Kat, or what we oh. call in our family the Fat Cats. The four, <laughs> Those is are, that the four-pack, the big four bars? No, no. It's just the one giant Kit Kat. It looks like it was like put in an, in an enlargement machine, like in Honey, oh, I blew up the like kids. the Gigantor wafer one? Yeah, it's just one yes. giant Kit Kat. Oh, I don't think yeah. I've ever had one of those. Ooh, they're good. Does it they're not way mess up the, the ratio ones. of like chocolate to to wafer? It's exactly the same ratio. It's just bigger. Oh, I yeah. might have to try one of those. That sounds really good. I think I'm going to go with those as my top three. What about you? Okay, so Reese's, I'm with you. I, I, like peanut butter cups or pieces, like Reese's pieces. Like I, I mean, honestly, they're kind of the same to me. I don't know that I have one of those that's higher. Than the other well, one has a thin candy shell, which is delicious. I mean, and the it's other true, one but then the other one has more peanut butter, you know. So <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, you know. So I'm with you on that one. Um, a, a, a dark horse bottle caps. You are not going bottle caps. I'm going bottle caps, dude. Bottle My caps, wife. top three. For me, like, yeah, absolutely. Like the Halloween candy bottle caps. Yeah, but you get them okay. in a big box, man. My wife got right. dude the cola ones. Like, oh, they're so good. Um, it might how just be you? that. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you say? I said, "How old are you?" <laughs> bottle <Pretty> caps. <laughs> what's wrong with bottle caps, man? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. There's nothing wrong with bottle caps. All right. And what's your number three? And then, I mean, I got, I got score bar. I got, I got it's a score bar, man. Who knows? Who knows? All right. English toffee. <laughs> oh no! I just realized I sound so old. English got basically like chocolate covered Werther's yes. bottle caps that nobody knows what they are anymore because they've probably been phased out for being carcinogenic oh. or something. You know? I love these answers. Oh my kid, I just realized I sound so old. What's the little Necco wafer things? I might as well have said those, man. Those are my mom's favorite candy, the Necco wafers. <laughs> like legit, those are her favorite. All you need to do, buddy, is just swap out your Reese's peanut butter cups with like good and plenty, like the, the black the little bit of honeys. I can't yeah, see Paul. The problem with those are I can't eat those because they'll pull out my crowns. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, oh, All right, so no. serious though, serious question: Do you like score bars more than Heath bars? 
I do. And 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 what's the difference? I honestly butter. couldn't tell you. Butter toffee versus English toffee. So okay. butter toffee is way better than just plain old English toffee. Does it change the texture or just the flavor? A little bit of both. A little of both. All right. Yeah, it's kind of hard to describe. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, lo- I love a, a you know a, a Heath bar too, but there's something about score bars. It's the actual butter toffee that's ooh, it's good. Now, if you want a dessert, are you ever like going to the gas station and buying a candy Never. bar, or are you can- more? I'm not a candy person. Give me ice cream. Give me yeah. pastries, cookies, you know, that kind of stuff. I, it's funny because, like, if we go on vacation, you know, it's the whole, like, stop at the gas station. And everybody gets snacks and drinks and all that stuff. I will never buy candy from a from a store. Yeah. And that's why I joke around. Like, my wife will bring me, like, a box of bottle caps. And I'm like, ooh, <laughs> bottle caps. Yeah. And then I just eat them while I'm playing games or whatever. But... Yeah. See, I'm kind of with you. I'm not a huge candy person. I'd way rather have a baked good or ice cream. But if I go to the gas station, I will always buy like a pastry. If oh, it's yeah. like a, 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 a cream cheese pastry, that's way more up my alley than buying a candy bar. Oh, the fruit pies. The hostess yeah, the fruit, fruit pies, pies are good. Or the little, yeah. the oh, Michael man. Scott's Actually- favorite breakfast. I'll, uh, I'll, a lot of times I'll hit up that little ice cream freezer that's over on the side, you know, uh-huh. get the uh, strawberry shortcake bar or Ooh, the choco taco or something like that too. But yeah, I'm not I'm really not much of a candy fan, man. Yeah. I'm kind of with you too. Like I'll, I'll eat it. I like candy of course, but it's usually not something I'm craving. <sighs> well, Paul, thanks for making me realize how old I really am there. I just <laughs> it really didn't realize Toffee that until the, till the answers were already out of my mouth there. <laughs> very nice all right all right time for another question here all right let's see how about all right bp boy is coming in with a question i'm going to try to keep it a little bit more on brand at least for the next question here what is your all-time favorite video game character Ooh, it's a good question that's that's tough because i mean you've got the nostalgia you know, you've got your amazing characters like Link, you know, I mean, it, it, one of those things. But <sighs> mine is probably, boy, I'm going to dip into this, well, a couple times tonight, I feel like. But mine is Geralt of Rivia. Okay, I figured. You know, I, I, honestly, it's, you know, he, they really develop his character throughout the whole Witcher series. And I've played all of the Witchers, but I just, I like his attitude. I like the fact that he's like that neutral good, even though he doesn't want to be that like, you know, he won't admit to being a good guy, but he does help people. Right. And that kind of fits my, like my thing too. Like I'll never admit to being the nice guy, but I really do enjoy helping people at the same time. Um, I like that. He's not afraid to get a little like, down and dirty and i don't mean that in the way you think i mean that but i just mean like he's not afraid to break the rules a little bit right i'm not you're not referring you know to i'm not Yennefer. much of a rule follower you know as far as that goes um so yeah i i kind of I, I do relate to him i just i love what the witcher series did to his character um i get that there's you know your marios and your links and your much more popular ones but from a character standpoint i really love what the witcher series did with Geralt. Yeah, I, I hear you. I think that is a good pick. He's also got some pretty cool cat eyes. You got to give that, that to him, too. too. That's yeah. that, too. And, I mean, you know, the guy, you know, he's got all the the 
potions and the abilities. And, you know, I, I would be a sword fighter over like having guns and stuff too. So you oh, don't see really? Geralt running okay. around with guns and I love martial weapons and stuff. So <laughs> what about you? All right. For me, boy, this is really good timing because my all time favorite video game character, I have always said is Morden Solis from Mass Effect 2. And he's also in Mass Effect 3. But I have been going through the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, and I've been so busy with work that I didn't start up Mass Effect for like a week and a half. And this was just yesterday. I finally had a little bit of time to game by myself, and I almost opened up Overwatch. Because I was like, I lost all the Mass Effect momentum. I don't know if I want to jump back in. I'm very early in Mass Effect 2 still. But then I remembered that the mission that I'm on is recruiting Morden. And Morden is just so much fun that it did end up sucking me back into Mass Effect. He is a scientist that they say is just as likely to treat someone with medicine as to kill another person. And so he's just very, like, uh, very logical in how he looks at things. He says, you know, he'll shoot a terrorist or he'll heal someone. Either way, it's helping people. You know, he doesn't look at a whole lot of, like, the ethics. He's very much a, a ends justify the means kind of person and that makes for a really interesting character because over the course of the trilogy he really changes his opinion on the morality of a lot of the things that he used to believe in and even a lot of things that he participated in and i've always found that to be really interesting he really develops morally over the course of the series and he's just hysterical like this dude talks 100 miles a minute he sings songs absolutely hilarious do you know who I'm talking about from Mass Effect? He's the scientist, right? Like the blue, yeah. the blue-headed kind of eye, big more eye orange, guy. But or, yeah, or is he orange? Yeah, uh, more he's like the, orange. The main light. scientist, though, right? He's mm-hmm. the one that developed. Okay, yeah, I do. He is one of my favorite characters in Mass Effect, if not my favorite. I, like, I, honestly, you're probably spot on there because he has the coolest personality. And I remember there's multiple times where I would laugh at his kind of take on things. Oh, yeah, yeah. He has some of the best dialogue in the game, and it's always funny. The last thing that I'll say about him without getting too nerdy is that you find out that his people had created what they call the genophage, which was basically creating higher rates of infertility with the Krogan, and they did that in order to reduce their numbers. That way they couldn't rebel and start wars with other nations. And then over time, he kind of realizes that that's unethical. And so if you play through as a Paragon Shepherd, then spoiler alert, you know, at the end, Morden realizes that it was wrong and he even gives his life to reverse basically what he had done a lot of his life, you know, uh, performing and doing. And so it makes for a really interesting story arc that I really love how it closes at the end. All right. Next question, Josh, what, what you got coming up? Let's just let's just do this, Paul. Let's dive right in, man. All right, All right, which one you got? Okay, this one, this is another one. From, Jake was on fire with the questions, and so we, <laughs> we had a lot, but man, Jake was just just raining the, 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 the fire down. Uh-huh. All right, let's do it, Paul. Jake writes, do you guys have celebrity hall passes? If so, who? Oh and who are your wives' hall passes? All right, so uh, you know uh, this is a this is a family friendly show, so you know uh, celebrity crushes is maybe maybe yep. the better way to word it here. But uh, Josh, do you have any celebrity crushes? I do, but I asked you first, Paul. All right, you asked <laughs> me first. 
All right. So I do. I was trying to think of what my list here would be. And I would say number one for me, I don't know if this is maybe a controversial pick. It's probably not a lot of people's number ones. I'm going with like mid 90s Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. Wow, okay. Yeah. I get it from like who's the boss? You're thinking of Alyssa no, Milano. No, that's Alyssa Milano. That's <laughs> right. Winona Ryder is uh, Edward Scissorhands. Yes, and- that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, super talented, super beautiful. I love every movie Recently she's in. Recently in Stranger Things. Stranger Things, yeah. Still yeah. still uh, kicking it. Does know? Stranger Things, does that still bring back a little bit of that that crush in those memories there, Paul? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I'll, I'll marry her today if she <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Winona Ryder's up there. I don't know how many you were thinking of this, because I think for most people, they have, like, a list. Like, I know on Friends, that was what they let's talk do, about. They have a do list. Let's Let's do two. two. Yeah. All right, what, All right what, what's the first on your list? I, I'm with you. I do not, like, I don't follow the, the mainstream, like, super popular. You and I were talking before the show about, you know, some of the the celebrities that are on there, and I was like, man, I don't I don't get this at all. So, all right, I don't know that I've ever announced this to anyone, Paul. Okay. Like my wife and I don't talk about this stuff. Uh, You know, I don't think she cares. I I think I can nominate who I think her, you know, celebrity crush would be. Um, But this one, like I said, I don't know that I've ever told anybody this. So here you go, guys. Live on the air, Emma Watson. Oh, okay. I don't know why, man. It's like there's something about her that I just find super, like, nice. That's not a weird pick. It's only a little weird because she could, well, she couldn't be your daughter, but there's a little bit of an age gap. She's 31. I checked before Before the show. I was very careful to say, okay, I better look up how old she is. So uh, Hermione herself, huh? Emma Watson. Yes. Yes. But the adult version, you know, of course, for sure. But yeah, I don't know why. I just, it's one of those, uh, I've always just thought that. You know, she she matured well. Hmm. All right. And then for my number two, I'm going to go with Penelope Cruz. Penelope Cruz. Google. Uh, do you have Penelope to Google search Cruz. this one? <laughs> oh, okay. I know who she is. Oh, yeah. Love All right. Penelope yeah, Cruz. Good choice. Again, good choice. Super talented actress. I love I, I love her to the extent that I've watched a few of her movies that are completely in Spanish, just watching them on subtitle. I think she's a great actress. I've also done that with Javier Bardem, who is not on my hall pass list, but is a fantastic <laughs> actor. There's a lot of uh, Mexican and Spanish actors that I absolutely love. Penelope Cruz is definitely one of them as well. Now, she did date Tom Cruise. So look, realistically, I don't think I stand a chance with Penelope. But if you're listening, you know, c- c- come find me. I- I'm waiting. Hey, hey. Paul does host a very popular gaming podcast, so, you know. Yeah, I, I what, can, what does Tom Cruise have Tom on Cruise? us, right? All right, my second one is another uh, slightly uh, non-mainstream, but I don't know why, but Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> you like the bangs? I, I, don't, I don't know. It's not necessarily... I don't know what it is. I think it's the eyes more than anything, but... She's got the big eyes, for sure. Yeah. It was... What was the... Um, man, was it the... Jim Carrey movie that she was in. Wasn't she yes in Jim Carrey? Is it Yes was, Man? I think she was in one. That was like the first time I'd ever seen her, I thought. And I just remember thinking like, hey, like she's a very pretty lady. She is also in Elf, if you didn't know. And she does not yes, have the bangs, I did know so she, she looks was totally different. Yes. And, and, you know, it's a 
great Christmas movie we watch every year for not that reason. <laughs> Did you watch New Girl with her? No, I never saw the the series on it, but one of Todd's favorites. All right, what about your spouse? Oh, like what who's my spouse have as a hall yeah. pass? Okay, look, my wife has no shame. It doesn't matter what we're watching. At least once a day, I hear, oh, that guy's really cute. Like, my wife has no problem throwing it out. I am not jealous in that regard. For us, it just happened yesterday. We've been watching the show Party Down. And Adam Scott, who you would know from Parks and Rec, Ben Wyatt, what? apparently he's doing it for my wife what? right now. So she's really? really loving Party Down. Okay. Yeah. What, what about Brandy? What, what kind of taste does she have? So I have zero clue. My wife has never admitted to having a celebrity crush. I've never admitted <laughs> to having one until this episode right here. So, yeah. Um, I, I mean, it's got to be Chris Hemsworth. Like, I, I, she she does not like Marvel movies, but yet she has no issues watching Thor or the Avengers, you know, that or like Endgame and that kind of stuff. So I'm assuming that it's got to be Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, that's usually a pretty safe pick or like late 90s, early 2000s, Brad Pitt or George Clooney. Those are pretty she does not, safe I, picks. I know for a fact that she does not like Brad Pitt because I have tried to like, hey, look, it's Brad Pitt. And she's just like, I don't find him attractive, really. I do remember you saying that once before now that you say that. Yeah. 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 So I don't really know. I, I mean, that would be my my guess is honestly, I think, is there like a famous cowboy? Because my wife grew up in Louisiana and I think she still has this thing for cowboys, to be honest. So what did you-, you think Clint Eastwood does it for her? I mean, she does like old guys, right? <laughs> That's a little old. How old is Clint Eastwood these days? Oh, he's ancient, man. Clint Eastwood is 91 years old. Yeah, that's pretty old. That's older than me, at least. So, Oh, oh Jake, you, you... You done you, it uh, again, buddy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> this episode of the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast is brought to you by the Blizzard Gear Store by Fanatics. If you're a long-term listener of the show, you know how much we love Blizzard games here. We even have Overwatch as our number one game on our leaderboard. And I've got great news for you guys out there. You can actually help support our show by purchasing Blizzard gear through MultiplayerPodcast.com forward slash Blizzard store. There is clothing for men, women, and children. There's collectibles, toys, so much stuff to browse through and look at. I was taking a look and saw you can order a replica of Genji's sword that you can hang on your wall. There's Lego sets, Diva onesies. What more could you guys want? So please check it out at MultiplayerPodcast.com forward slash Blizzard store. Now back to the show. All right. So back to me. Let's see. I'll try to pick another gaming one. We'll kind of maybe bounce these back and forth here. What game would you force your worst enemy to live in for the rest of their life? Rust. Easy. Rust? Easy. <laughs> we were actually talking about that the other day. We we had a guy on the Xenu, so shout out to Xenu. Xenu was super excited to pick up Rust. He picks up Rust, and I loved following his adventures for the next, like, three days because he was almost giving, like, a play-by-play. And he was like, sure. this game looks amazing. I'm so excited. I built a house, guys. Hey, somebody came and broke my house. <laughs> so it followed that like just perfect up and down 
of he was finally so excited to get a base going and then he logged on the next day and he said somebody raided his base and took all his wood and stone you know and it was this so he rebuilds his base and then he logs in the next day and somebody had raided it again (laughs) and i was just thinking like psychological warfare man yeah now it's not that they have to play it they would have to live in it so there's like no more hostile environment to live in than rust rust is right up there yeah you can't you would be constantly in fear for your life you're always scrounging for something you're out of food you're freezing you can't see at all at night ever because it's pitch black (laughs) you're basically (laughs) blind for part of the day it would be it would be terrible you're getting attacked by bears in the middle of the night oh and then falling with the fall damage oh the broken leg sound when you do fall the Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's gnarly. <laughs> All right, I wrote down the forest because oh, I choice. can't imagine in real life having to live in the forest where you're just trying to like chop some wood and you got some creepy creatures staring at you from the distance. The sounds that they make, you're going to have to go explore some caves and have to get attacked by spider creatures. Like I feel like the forest would be terrifying. The little, the little weird baby floppy baby thing. Yeah. Oh Oof. yeah. No. It'd be terrifying. Yeah, you're right. That's a that's a good pick, man. Cuz it seems so serene too. Like you'd be like, "Oh, this isn't bad." Like, that guy's an idiot. I can't believe he put me here. <laughs> I've watched Lost. I know how to <laughs> set myself up. Yeah. Yeah, until the creepy things start coming out of the woods. Yeah, I I thought the forest would be absolutely awful it was bad enough for me having to play that game in like one hour chunks i can't imagine having to spend every second worried for your life in that game and you know it's not gonna end well you're gonna die a horrible horrible death in the forest Yeah, there is no happy ending to the forest that is for sure (laughs) all right um let's do another gaming one so this one comes in from Reed. Reed is our resident Rick Roller. Uh, he has a uh, reputation on our server as uh, as Rick Rolling people in the best of ways. But Reed also provides some of the best memes that I have seen lately. Too. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, shout, kudos, out, to shout out to you there, Reed. All right, so Reed asks, a wizard appears and offers you the power to resurrect one series or IP. What would it be, and what developer would you want to make it? This one's an easy one for me. Okay, what you got? Twisted Metal series made by Blizzard. Uh... Hands down. If Number one, Blizzard makes the best games, right? Like I'm not saying there's not a lot of games, but for just pure quality of game with the ability to have amazing controls, easy to run. I mean, Blizzard's top of the line. Right. So if, if I said, Hey, this is the person that I would want to develop this, I've got to give it to Blizzard. Um, and then Twisted Metal series, there's, I, I've said it repeatedly, the car combat arena character based genre is just gone. And man, I miss those days. You know, dem, what, what was it called? Demolition All Stars tried to bring this back on PlayStation and nobody played it. And a couple weeks in, they started releasing AI bots to fill the lobbies. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like this is a genre that maybe a lot of us have a lot of nostalgia for. I don't know that it really resonates with gamers anymore. But did it have characters? Did it have an ice cream truck? Did it have a, a guy that's a flaming skull riding on like a motorcycle? You know, <laughs> I mean, that was what made Twisted Metal is the uniqueness of the characters and their vehicles in Twisted Metal was 
as amazing as what the Overwatch characters are today. You know, like, honestly, they really were. They were hands down incredible. And if you you have to recapture that, you can't just have cars that are driving around smashing each other because that's not really what Twisted Metal was about. Yeah, you know, Demolition All-Stars, I never played. My son did, and I would watch him every once in a while. But that game does have where you get out of the car and you run around and you're a character with a personality and, you know, they have their own abilities. But that game, for whatever reason, just didn't work. But maybe a Blizzard made uh, Twisted Metal would do it. I know for me, this was also very easy for me to pick. And it's Dead Space. The first Dead Space you and I have talked about on previous episodes of just being, for my money, maybe the best horror kind of game. They just handled the action and the horror so well together that I really loved it. And that series just got destroyed over time to where I got Dead Space 3 for free from EA. Uh, They offered a free game when I think it was SimCity or maybe it was Diablo. One of them released terribly and they gave you a free credit for another game. And I couldn't even play Dead Space 3 beyond a few minutes. So I would love to see that resurrected. And I want it to be made by the exact same team who made it before. So the guys who developed Dead Space, they left. They created Sledgehammer Games which is under Activision, I would just give them the tools and just say, here are the keys to the car. Do what you will. No one's going to tell you how to make it. You just make whatever your vision is for this game, and I feel like it would be fantastic. I like it. Dead Space is an incredible... It's one of those like all-time type games, like legendary games. Yeah, good choice, man. I'd love another Dead Space. I like a good one. Yeah, I would too. All right. Let's return to the world of food. You know, this is one of my passions. Got a question from Grady here. Ooh, I feel like we're opening ourselves up for a lot of criticism here, Josh. What is the best fast food burger and the best fast food fries? Ooh, well, fries is an easy one for me. Okay. Curly fries from Arby's. Oh, okay. I, I know some go people are going to say the Chick-fil-A waffle fries. I know that's a popular one, but something about them curly fries from Arby's, man. Now, you can't yeah. get the mushy ones. You got to be clear. I need those crispy ones. Do you like the really long coils? Yeah, the long coil. <laughs> the, they got to be crispy. They got to cook them right because if they're mushy, they're no good. Okay. But if they do them right, man, those things are second to none. Okay. Um, what about you? What, what do you? what do you see as the best fry? Ooh, Best Fries is a really tough pick between McDonald's and Chick-fil-A. They are always executed really well. I think I might have to say McDonald's. McDonald's fries McDonald's are does have good so fries, freaking man. good. It's the yeah. smell of them, too. They're, they're something, they put crack in the smell of their french fries. <laughs> well, and they're always, they're always nicely salted. Like, a lot of places, they won't salt the fries very much, and they just lack that flavor. McDonald's always hits that with a nice, healthy <laughs> amount of sodium. They don't care about your health. <laughs> no, of course not. That's why you go back, right? Right. You know, sodium, fat, come on, they're delicious. What about burger? Best burger, I mean, there's some local places. I'm going to leave local places out because that won't mean anything to anybody. Um, for me, hands down, Five Guys. Yeah, Five Guys. Five Guys Burgers, second to none. As far as a burger that you can get at what we would call like a franchise or a chain restaurant and i know that they're not all over the country so somebody might be listening and saying i've never heard of five guys i don't know what that is but they're pretty common enough that i feel comfortable you know 
planting my flag there and saying best burgers. Yeah, they're a nationwide chain. I was going to say Five Guys as well. Ooh, the bacon cheeseburger. So good. Oh, I love... So, man, the fact that you can walk in there and customize your burger any way you want, and they have like 30 different options for toppings, Yeah, and they don't skimp on stuff. When you order bacon, you get actual thick-cut, crispy bacon. It's not like this little limp stuff that they put on at Burger King or whatever. You know, like, you can actually taste the bacon on your Five Guys burger at that point. Yeah. Oh, it's great. The, The only bummer about Five Guys is that the fries are terrible. What?! Yeah, no! their fries are, are bad. Are you kidding they me? Give, they give you a huge amount, but they're like the In-N-Out fries. They just slice them fresh and fry them. They're, they don't get crispy like how you have to cook them. Do you not get the Cajun fries with the Cajun seasoning? Uh, Dude, I don't know that I've had them with Paul, Cajun seasoning, is- <laughs> but it's, it's, to me, it's a texture issue. I don't like the texture of Five Guys fries. Five Guys was legitimately in the running for number one French fry for me. Oh, Maybe you've just had a bad batch of fries. Like, how often have you had their fries? I haven't been to Five Guys in probably a couple years. But they do give you a lot of fries. They will, they'll give you 10 times the fries that you need. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. They have really, they're like probably my number two. Yeah. Maybe tied for number one. Now, I know it's not a burger, but honestly, for me, the number one sandwich from fast food is the spicy deluxe from Chick-fil-A. Oh, that is my sandwich right there. Hands down. The spicy chicken sandwich, man. Yeah. I, it, like the deluxe is fine. I don't care about the, the fact oh, that I they want that cheese and lettuce and on cheese. there or yeah, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah. But just the spicy chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A, it's it's God's chicken. It really is. Like the, it's just it's divine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you a hundred percent. Also, you can't go wrong with Arby's. You know, Arby's original sandwich is way up there. Also, I prefer Arby's those is to really the good, but Arby's always gives me a belly ache. Well, in Arby's, like you'll order just one combo and it'll be like fourteen dollars. Like I don't know what it's has very happened true. at Arby's. I it's can go pricey. eat at a restaurant for way cheaper than Arby's. <laughs> yeah. All right. What what question you got next, Josh? Um, okay, so let's do let's do this one, man. I like this one, and this one made me think for a little bit. Um, Bob the Builder uh, asked, "What is your favorite video game soundtrack?" And I like that question, man, because I had to really think about this one. Like instantly, like Ocarina of Time popped in my head, but then I was like, "That's not really the soundtrack. That's just some of the songs, right? Like that's not the actual soundtrack from it." So. That is not my answer, but this one really made me think a little bit, but I'll, I'll get to mine. What is, what is yours on this? Funny that you mentioned Zelda, because to me, this is the Wind Waker. The Wind Waker is the only video game soundtrack that I will regularly pull up on YouTube and just listen to. I love scores from movies and TV shows. I remember as a teenager, I had so many movie scores in my CD collection, Absolutely love them. Music's very important to me. Very important to me in in video games also. The Wind Waker is... I love it. It's cheerful and happy. It always puts me in a good mood. And I remember just sailing between islands for dozens and dozens of hours. And what kept me going without getting bored is just the music. The music when you're out at sea in Wind Waker is just so fun. I love it. You've mentioned that before, and it is it is really really good music. Uh, yeah. So that's that's a good one. Mine, uh, dude. I hate to 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 just keep beating this horse, but I actually had to really think about this, and I actually wound up listening to a few of these songs just to kind of confirm what I thought. 
But Witcher 3, yeah, I'm realizing like this is why I've made it no secret that I think The Witcher 3 is the best video game ever made. But the more I think about it, and especially like some of these questions, it's one of my favorite video game characters ever. The soundtrack, I forgot how good the soundtrack to Witcher 3 was until I actually started looking up like the the full soundtrack for that game is incredible. Now, I do have a soft spot for like Celtic type music and The Witcher 3 kind of plays on that undertone a lot throughout the game. So that definitely hits like a chord with me personally, but it's there's nothing like it, man. The the Wild Hunt, there's parts in that game where I can hear the music playing in my head. It just, it's the perfect accompaniment to what is going on in the game at that time. So, like, legitimately, and I'm not trying to say, like, that, you know, the composer is as good as, like, Star Wars and, you know, John Williams and stuff like that. But the way that the music amplifies the gameplay in Witcher 3 is like is what really helps to elevate that game. So that's that's my answer hands down. Yeah, that's always a sign of a good score. Like it should not be distracting, but it should really elevate and you know better inform the emotions of a scene. And yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't remember the music really sticking out in Witcher 3. I just remember being so confused trying to remember all the buttons yeah. and timing all of my <laughs> swings that maybe I never stopped to appreciate the music. I'll say this. Honorable mention goes out to Doom Immortal. Doom Eternal? Eternal. I said Immortal, didn't I? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought maybe immortal. that was one I thought I didn't it didn't sound about. right when I said it, and then I was just like, ah, whatever. People know what I'm Think talking about. Think of Diablo. Yeah, Diablo Immortal. Right? Yeah, Diablo Immortal. Right. Doom <laughs> yeah. Eternal. There you go. Um yeah, yeah. but yeah, Doom Eternal soundtrack, man, that thing just rocks the house. And again, it fits when you are just running through and you're dodging, you know, 20 different demons, that soundtrack is just pumping in the background and it just fits so well with what's going on on the screen. So I have to give that one an honorable mention. Sure. Gotcha. All right. Is it my turn to bring up a question? Uh, It's my turn, right? Yep. Back to you. All right. Let's see. How about, okay. (laughs) <laughs> this question did make me laugh. This one comes in from Dilf Dave. When is Yaya Arizona going to make a guest appearance on the show and talk about Fortnite the entire time just to spite you guys? <laughs> All right, I so would for anyone love who... go, to go have. I was going to say I would love to have Yaya on for just like five minutes. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Just to say that we did. I feel like she'd be an instant celebrity with all of our <laughs> listeners. Uh, you want to tell the people who Yaya Fortnite. Arizona is? Uh, Yaya Arizona is Paul's mom, by the way. She yes. she is on our Discord server. She is a Twitch streamer as well, although I think mm-hmm. she goes under the Gamer Grandma AZ Twitch handle if you want to go uh, check oh, her goodness. out. Um, Not a sponsor. But, <laughs> yes, but she plays Fortnite. I think that's the only game that she plays. Yeah, it's the only yeah. game. Yeah, she loves that game though, and I love the fact that she loves that game. Um, and she is well known around these parts as, you know, being your mom. Uh, and she loves Fortnite. And to her dismay, she has heard us trash Fortnite before. Many times. <laughs> yes. And then, and then pops on and it's like, Hey, so it's a, it's a great little thing that we, uh, we got going on there. But yeah, it would be pretty funny to, uh, to do that. Or, you know what we should do, Paul? Legitimately, we should do, uh, Fortnite with your mom. 
do a Fortnite. We should play a free round and on. stream it in our Discord. It, the oh, the world would just it, explode. <laughs> yeah. So Yaya Arizona, you know, shout out to her. Not only my mom, you know, great mom, but also has been an epic supporter on Patreon. So really, she kind of is a sponsor. But yes, gamer grandma AZ, I do believe, is her Twitch handle. She is uh, trying to stream with my aunt Monica, and uh, there's some uh, lovely. I, I was gonna say elderly women, but that's that's going Ooh, a little too far. Careful what you say, Paul. She uh, listens to the show. You you guys can do the math, all right? If I'm a forty-ish <laughs> gamer, you know that that kind of tells you what range we're looking at there. But yeah, I I don't see Yaya Arizona replacing Todd as a regular <laughs> rotating third host. But if she ever did come on, she would have to talk about Fortnite because it's the only game that she knows. I'm gonna say this right now. I think I'm gonna work as much as I hate Fortnite. I think I'm gonna work on trying to get the three of us playing and streaming it in our Discord server. Oh my goodness! Ugh. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm putting it out there. Okay, we do have a couple amazing questions that we have to make sure we have time to get to. So this one came, comes in from Ace of Shame, uh, and he asked, if you suddenly ended up in place of the protagonist of a game and had to finish carrying out their mission, which game are you now the protagonist of? But the protagonist will take your place in the real world until the mission is complete you do gain the protagonist's abilities and skills whilst you are in their place. So basically what he's saying is you get to trade places mm-hmm. with a video game protagonist. You get their abilities, sure. but then you have to understand that that protagonist is going to live your life for you for however long you're taking to finish their mission. Okay. I got so my you gotta answer. got to be a little you, careful you on this one because you better trust this person around your family. Sure. Yeah, I, I, I got my answer. All right, so now this is not a person who has extraordinary abilities, but I'm assuming that if I get to play as them, I have access to the same weaponry and and things of that nature. Yeah, you get whatever they get in the game. All right, I'm going with Half-Life 2, Gordon Freeman. What a nerd. What a good answer, (laughs) right? Because I get access to the gravity gun. What cooler gun could you possibly have access to? It'd be fantastic. And you know who I got covering me at work? Someone who I know is going to get the job done because I pulled it up here on Wikipedia. Gordon Freeman graduated from MIT with a PhD in theoretical physics. So I think he can handle my job. I think he can edit some podcasts, help write some foster parent home studies. I think Gordon will get the job done just fine. That's a good answer. If if a bit nerdy, <laughs> but good answer. <laughs> Mine, like, I had to think about this because I really want, I'm thinking more so, like, which role do I want to be in? Like, what powers and abilities do I want? Like, who who would I enjoy trading places with? But then I also had to be careful because I'm like, this guy is going to be living with my my wife and my family for a little while. <laughs> and so I got to be careful there. But I'm going Kratos from God of War. <laughs> Okay, now now let me explain, right? Because I know some people are like, wait a minute, that's a really dumb... But, okay, number one, we look alike. Number two, <laughs> yes. same that's physique. That's what everyone tells so, me. So, you know, my wife is not going to be weirded out, you know, still has this, you know, bald, bearded, super muscular, strong guy in the house mm-hmm. to open mm-hmm. the pickle jar and stuff like that. But who doesn't want to be, like... 
the god of war, man. This guy's abilities and skills, you, you can't kill this guy. He's basically immortal. He can he can pound the tar out of anybody. And he gets to hang out with his son the whole time, which that sounds cool. I'd love to hang out with my kids the, the entire time. You get to see the world serpent. You're you're going through Jotunheim and Otenheim and Lutenheim and whatever these Heims are. <laughs> you know, they're beautiful worlds. None of them are terrible. There's the one, the fiery one. That one's probably not the best. But you know what? I'm the god of war. I'm immortal. I can't you can't burn me. Whatever. Um, you get those blades of chaos, buddy. You know, exactly, man. Like, it's just, it's one of those. And then I think about this guy's going to be at my house. He's a family man. That's the whole reason that he raged out in the first place. Okay. So he's a family man. Newly single. You worried about your girl? He, well, see, I'm not though. Right. Because (laughs) he's, he's kind of aloof. You know, he's kind of a loner. You don't really see, you don't really see him. He's not like Geralt of Rivia where he's getting down real often. He's so, not exactly emotionally available. Well, we can exactly. definitely say that. Yeah, exactly. So even though we are practically twins, I think I think I can trust him to be in my house. You know, while I'm gone too. <laughs> Very nice. All right. Well, we got time for like one or two more. You know what? I don't like this question, but I'm going to read it anyway. This one comes from one of our more active users on Discord. Uh, we shortened his name here because I don't remember <laughs> all the letters, but G J Y. Had the gall to come with this question. What are your thoughts on me still not listening to any episodes for months? I love the fact that GJY, <laughs> and yes, because he just basically, his name is Spam. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. So I just, mm-hmm. we shortened it to the first three letters of his name. Now, I, I'll give him a shout out. Not that he's ever going to hear this because he doesn't no, he listen won't. to the show. <laughs> But he joined the Discord, and he came in hot, man. He came in just trolling people and just jabbering up a storm. And thankfully, he has settled down a good bit. But he is one of my favorite people to troll on our server as well, because he takes it well, and he can troll back just a little bit also. But yeah, he's he's one of our most active users in Discord. But then he's like, I haven't listened to your show in like four months, guys. Don't have any clue what's going on in the podcast. And it's just like, okay, so when we're asking for questions, this is the question that he comes up with. And it just, it made me chuckle. So I'm glad that you brought it up. My answer to that is you're only hurting yourself, man. You're missing out on the goods. It's friendly fire. Self fire in this case. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Get, Get with the program, man. Life life is better with the multiplayer podcast. Yeah, I mean, he's the kind of guy who will hop in our Discord and be like, hey, have you guys heard of Outriders? And then it's like, yeah, dude, we did a full episode. We talk about it all the time. Well, it's funny. Now, he's a really good sport, so we can pick on him about this. But it's funny yeah. because when he asks us about games, people have started to just link the episode where we cover right. that game. <laughs> yeah. And then he just goes like, oh, yeah, I guess I need to listen to that one. <laughs> Yeah, we always have uh, Glap and Xenu. I, I, I was jokingly saying that they are our show's historians because they'll remember the most minor detail where it's like, I know it was an early bonus round, but I don't necessarily know which one. They usually remember and they always come to our defense. And yeah, they'll, they'll link those old episodes for uh, GJY for us. There you go. Okay. Uh, you got to ask this one, this other one from Jake. All right. Last question. What is it? The buddy cop one. 
I love this question. Read, read it for the people. I was going to say, you can't forget this one, so I'm just going to point you straight at it. Sure. Well, it's your turn to ask it, though, Paul. Oh, okay. My turn to ask. All right. From Jake Christ. If you guys had to replace the actors of a buddy cop movie, what movie would you take over the roles? Oh, what a question. Love this it. Was, I was really struggling. Like, do I just troll Paul on uh-huh. this one? Like, do, do I go like, you know, kindergarten cop? Oh, <laughs> like, I love kindergarten Arnold Schwarzenegger cop. and Danny DeVito. You know, uh-huh. like there's so many good like trolly options there. Um, You know, I thought about like Turner and Hooch. Yeah. Oh goodness. <laughs> you know, I mean there's just so many good answers to this one. I, I I there's two that really stand out to me. Number one is an older one that I don't think a lot of people are gonna know. So this one gets honorable mention, but Tango and Cash. Now they're not okay. cops. Are they are, actually I think they were cops, right? Weren't they framed cops? I don't remember. Who's in it? Kurt Russell and, and Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, such a good movie, man. But that's pretty old for for most people to remember. So I think I'm gonna go Men in Black. Oh, Men in Black. Okay. I feel like you're uh, uh Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones. I feel like you're Tommy <laughs> okay. Lee Jones trying to That's keep fair. me in check, you know, sure. trying to the the wise like intelligent, well put together guy. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you know, I'm I'm Will Smith, man. I'm the, you know, don't not prepared for anything. I'll just wing it, you know, like uh-huh. whatever comes along, we'll just deal with it whatever until I get zapped by an alien or something like that. But oh, I like it. I like the pick. I went with Lethal Weapon, but the irony is that despite us always joking about you being the old guy, let's be real, I, I would clearly be Murtaugh, yeah. and uh, you would come in as uh, as the Mel Gibson character, I can't remember his name now. You're, you're the agent of chaos who's breaking all the rules, and I'd be the guy driving the station wagon, <laughs> not wanting to go over 60 miles an hour. You Trying know, to keep us real. out of jail the whole time. Exactly. I, I, I know my role. That would be me. But Lethal Weapon's the one that came to mind. Good, good pick, man, for sure. <laughs> Great series of movies if you haven't watched them. I just recently watched Lethal Weapon 1 and 2. Did Such you? Good I movies. might have to go back to those. Oh, yeah. Especially 2. Once they bring in Joe Pesci. Yes. Classic. All right. Well, that's all that we have here for you guys today. So just as a reminder, make sure to subscribe and rate our podcast five stars. Come visit us at Patreon, which you can get to at MultiplayerSquad.com. We'd love to have you guys come support that show or support us through Apple subscriptions, and you'll get those bonus episodes, and it'll help the show continue moving forward. And then we'll be back with our next episode on Thursday for This Week in Gaming. We'll see you guys then. See you, everybody.